Faith, Hope and Love, episode 446, the 31st Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. The Gospel values in the readings this weekend include brotherly and sisterly love amongst all people, humility, fairness, impartiality, service, support of others, self-sacrifice, and above all, consistency in our outward actions and words with our inner hearts and motives, so as to become more and more like Christ in compassion and service. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Forsake me not, O Lord my God, be not far from me. Make haste and come to my help, O Lord, my strong salvation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello everyone, and may our Lord's courage uphold you. Welcome as we gather to take time to reflect upon the meaning of God's Word in our everyday lives on this 31st Sunday in Ordinary Time in Year A. My brothers and sisters, we've gathered to celebrate the Holy Eucharist, so let's pause and reflect upon our sins so as to rejoice in God's loving mercy. Lord Jesus, you have revealed yourself as the way to the Father. Lord, have mercy. You have poured out on your people the Spirit of truth. Christ, have mercy. You are the Good Shepherd, leading us to eternal life. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for
Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, by whose gift your faithful offer you right and praiseworthy service, grant, we pray, that we may hasten without stumbling to receive the things you have promised. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Malachi. I am a great king, says the Lord of hosts, and my name is reverenced among the nations. And now, O priests, this command is for you. If you will not listen, if you will not lay it to heart to give glory to my name, says the Lord of hosts, then I will send the curse on you, and I will curse your blessings. Indeed, I have already cursed them, because you do not lay it to heart. You have turned aside from the way. You have caused many to stumble by your instruction. You have corrupted the covenant of Levi, says the Lord of hosts. And so I make you despised and abased before all the people. Inasmuch as you have not kept my ways, but have shown partiality in your instruction. Have we not all one Father? Has not one God created us? Why then are we faithless to one another, profaning the covenant of our ancestors? The Word of the Lord In you, Lord, I have found my peace. O Lord, my heart is not proud, nor haughty my eyes. I have not gone after things too great, nor marvels beyond me. Truly I have set my soul in silence and peace, a weaned child on its mother's breast. Even so is my soul. O Israel, hope in the Lord, both now and for ever. In you, Lord, I have found my peace. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, 
Though we might have made demands as apostles of Christ, we were gentle among you, like a nurse tenderly caring for her own children. So deeply do we care for you that we are determined to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you have become very dear to us. You remember our labour and toil, brothers and sisters. We worked night and day so that we might not burden any of you while we proclaim to you the gospel of God. We also constantly give thanks to God for this, that when you received the word of God that you heard from us, you accepted it not as a human word, but as what it really is, the word of God, which is also at work in you believers. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. You have one Father, your Father in heaven. You have one Teacher, the Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' chair. Therefore do whatever they teach you and follow it, but do not do as they do. For they do not practice what they teach. They tie up heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on the shoulders of others, but they themselves are unwilling to lift a finger to move them. They do all their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their phylacteries broader and their fringes long. They love to have the place of honour at banquets and the best seats in the synagogues, and to be greeted with respect in the marketplace and to have people called them rabbi. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher, and you are all brothers and sisters. And call no one your father on earth, for you have one father, the one in heaven. Nor are you to be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Christ. The greatest among you will be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord We are all brothers and sisters of one Heavenly Father. We're all united as one. And this is why we must be respectful, consistent, fair and even-handed with one another. We're all invited to give more than we take, and to uplift others rather than actively burden them. 
Interestingly, Jesus in his teaching makes a powerful distinction. He criticizes the leaders of his day for not practicing what they preach. He attacks their scandalous hypocrisy, but refuses to deny their teaching authority. Instead, he is saddened that they are not living up to what they are teaching, which means a great deal. It's a profoundly distressing and tragic situation when one hears another say, I gave up on Christianity because people who called themselves Christians were not living up to its message. It shows how much people take our actions as speaking louder than our words. Christians who are not living according to their proclaimed discipleship are an enormous obstacle to the faith of others. But we must be careful not to throw out the baby with the bathwater. Our Lord never permitted anyone to do the wrong thing. He never taught people to misuse their position or to live hypocritically. He consistently called people out when they did not model themselves on the lived values and precisely on what he proclaimed. In service, consistency, justice, humility and self-sacrifice. Our role model and guide is always Christ himself. He lived and proclaimed the kingdom perfectly and utterly consistently. Christian leaders, and in fact every Christian, is ultimately judged by the standards of how they followed their role model, Jesus, and how they were guided in effect as well as words by Christ's values and priorities and not just their own. Christ is the absolute model of service, the perfect model of self-forgetting love, compassion, justice and obedience to the Heavenly Father and to the welfare of his beloved children. Jesus teaches us to listen and learn from anyone who has something worthwhile to say, but at the same time to be discerning and wary about any contradictions between their proclaimed values and their actual behaviours and attitudes. St. Paul's second reading is a refreshing contrast to the failures of other religious leaders. St. Paul is a different kind of leader. Although our Lord criticizes those who make a big show of outward appearances to the cost of others around them, St. Paul is very down to earth. He's so passionate about his fellow Christians, he's come among them as a brother, and he has an enormous affection for all of them. In this letter, he even goes as far as beautifully describing himself as being like a protective nursemaid, a loving and doting mother, closely watching over her own children with love and care and great concern. St. Paul came into the community to assist them, to serve them in Christ, using Christ as his role model, and not to burden them. He worries about them like a parent and speaks up to encourage them, and at times he speaks up to challenge them, but only for their good and the good of the gospel, not for his own needs. This is so different from those our Lord was speaking out against. They want to make themselves better than others, to create double standards, and to forget that they are there for the support, encouragement, and service of others, not for their own self-serving purposes. Christ's teaching is virtually always framed in favourable terms. It's not often about, don't do this, don't do that. He leaves those kinds of words to his enemies, most often. 
he devotes his actions and teachings to the opposite, to the positive value. That is saying, be loving, be servant-like to others, be a brother, care about those around you, give yourself completely in service and love for all. These are positive do's, not don'ts. Our Lord was most often on the front foot, initiating events, while his enemies were on the back foot, reacting negatively to things that he had done. Christ was proactive, whilst his opponents were reactive. Jesus did many good works. He healed, he included, he served, he forgave, he loved, while his opponents would go around arguing and complaining after the fact, usually about his actions, whilst not doing anything positive themselves. Our Lord did not spend too much time discussing with them about their complaints, as he was too busy moving on to the next good work, the next suitable project, the next person who needed to be healed, included and forgiven. He left the arguing and complaining to his opponents. Jesus had little time for, don't do this, don't do that. He was too busy rather doing what was worthwhile and encouraging people to imitate him. When someone stopped him and told him, you shouldn't have healed that woman on the Sabbath, or you shouldn't have forgiven that man, or you shouldn't have restored that person to the community, he had already done it and was already moving off to the next good work, leaving them behind to argue about the words while he was already at work on his next beautiful activity in the mission of his father. This excellent picture of Christ is so important for us. His enemies would approach him and say, you had no right to do that action. Jesus would effectively reply, too late, it's done. Then they'd ask, well, why have you done this? What right have you got to do this? To which our Lord would reply, I'm doing my father's work. And it's always a good time to do my father's work. And then Jesus would virtually say to them, anyway, I can't stay and argue. I'm off to do the next work of healing and love. I suppose you'll want to criticize that, but off I go anyway. Talk about it among yourselves all you want, but I'm busy with much to do and I'm heading off to do it. That, I honestly think, is the key to the message of Christ. Actions, backing up talk, positive, not negative. Doing something instead of endlessly arguing or complaining afterwards about what others should or shouldn't be doing. And being proactive, not merely reactive. The Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. 
We pray in the spirit of humility for all our needs. For those in ordained ministry, that they may with humility and sincerity live out their calling to serve God's people. Let us pray to the Lord. For leaders of nations, that in settling their priorities, they will follow the example set by Jesus Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. For new mothers, that they may find guidance and support in nurturing their children. Let us pray to the Lord. For this worshipping family, that we may challenge and encourage each other in faith. Let us pray to the Lord. For the dead, that after a life of service, they may find their rest in heaven, especially those for whom we now pray. Let us pray to the Lord. Creator God, help us to listen to your Son and so grow in love. These prayers we make through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, May we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name for our good and the good of all his holy church. May these sacrificial offerings, O Lord, become for you a pure oblation and for us a holy outpouring of your mercy. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Preface 2 of Sundays in Ordinary Time The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. 
let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin. By the passion of the cross he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead he gave us life eternal. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one, by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, 
with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy, be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. You will show me the path of life, the fullness of joy in your presence, O Lord. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already here, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you.
Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. May the working of your power, O Lord, increase in us, we pray so that renewed by these heavenly sacraments, we may be prepared by your gift for receiving what they promise. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Many thanks to you all for participating in this time of prayer and reflection upon our loving God. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. <laughs>